This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaren.com. Today is January 17th, 2021. And apologies to the fans. Our last podcast was November 2020. Really? But with, yeah, with COVID and life and other shit going on, we had to get back. But we're back in the saddle now. So, you know, we're going to try to come up with a schedule for you guys. But we all, we haven't, we're not done. We're still podcasting. We just had kind of some, you know, life. That been niggas, man. Thank Fucking you. off. We ain't going to be nice about it. Should have had a foot up my asses. If our parents, if our dad was alive, they would have been goddamn. I thought you had something going while you ain't on your job. We've been fucking up, fucking off. That's terrible. We've been niggas. We've been niggas. So what? <laughs> We've been, well, you know what? Because we the real and everybody else don't have these fuck. We give, we're giving y'all time there on all that dumb shit with these other blogs and these other podcasts from every motherfucker walking under the sun who ain't talking about shit and want to do all these dumb ass challenges. We've been giving y'all time to live with them motherfuckers because we knew y'all going to have to come back to the real. So you're welcome, motherfuckers. Come on back home, and you know where to goddamn get the real at. We back in the saddle, digital dare and Calhoun Pothead. What's up, fellas? We back at it, baby. What's happening? What's happening, my homie? Yeah, so we just gonna slide into it because we haven't done it in a while. We're gonna do a little random rambling around this. We're gonna talk a little sports. We gotta talk about more serious stuff because of what's happening in the country and in the world. What the fuck that motherfucker drive? A fucking seventy six surfing the sun truck with the muffler gone. Hey, talking about. Anyway, we got that. So we're gonna talk. So let's start off with sports, like kind of. In this COVID world, Calhoun, man, you've been talking about a lot of stuff. But some of the things that have been burning on me right now, like I said, 2021. First, let's give the Falcons a little bit. What do you guys think of the Falcons hiring Arthur Smith? Let's go on and just spend a minute or two literally on that shit. I don't like it. Why not? They hired him too fast. They didn't even wait to see what was going to be available. They jumped on the next. They feel like they're going to be the next hottest coach. I understand what he did in Tennessee, but that was Tennessee. That's their offense. Running back, line, quarterback, all of that. Receivers, I don't like it. So I want to give him a fair chance. But I didn't like to hire too because you never hire a motherfucker who has come from – they hired Adam Gates in New York because he magically did something with Peyton Manning, right? Of course, that shit was fool's gold. You don't hire a motherfucker who got Derrick Henry as the running back right. and be like, he's doing something with offense. You know that he didn't do anything with offense because when they took Derrick Henry away – Ryan Tannehill, he'll still look like the same shitty Ryan Tannehill. Now, what would impress me is if they took Derrick Henry away and Ryan Tannehill looked good. Then I'd be like, hmm, maybe we got something up. Mm. But because it's the same shitty situation that we've seen, I'm not a big fan of it. I'm going to give him a fair chance to see what it can happen. But I do think that, and we're going to say the Falcons talk for something else another day, but I do think the precarious position the Falcons are in is that, hey, you can give a motherfucker a job right now. Cause I don't think it's the coach. I think it's the next coach that we're going to expect some shit from. So, that's my opinion, Calhoun. That's how we always are. Fuck them. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, I don't know much about this motherfucker. Tennessee, I like Tennessee's, the way they run their thing. Uh, but there's nothing dynamic or amazing about their offense. It's not creative. You just hand the ball to Derrick Henry, one. Two, um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm opposed to hiring the coach before you hire the GM. Why the GM doesn't have a hand in hiring the coach if you want so I'm opposed to that as well. And why is Rich McCain even in the building to hire this motherfucker? 
Now how are we going about doing this shit? So Say let me ask y'all this question. It's like, you know, hold on. It's like having a child before you're married. <laughs> so let me ask this. Let me ask y'all this question. What if they wind up saying Rich McKay is just going to serve as general manager? What if they end up back in that position? Would you be surprised? I wouldn't be surprised because that's what all roles are pointing. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Now, I, I, I heard they hiring some um, black guy from the same. Oh, I did see that. Some assistant. I don't want no assistant. I don't want no secretary. But fine, you know. I it, listen. The Falcons have right now where you out on the fuck on the fucking Falcons. They got to show me. Well, they just such a long way from where we want them to be, right? right? So like they want them. So like they on a team who like Miami Dolphins. Miami has pit. They have a bright future. The Falcons don't have a bright future. No, they have to go all the way back down. They have to have a kid to be like, oh, your kid got a bright future. Right. That's that's how far they are away from right. the goal or whatever. So like to your point, I think it's one of those. If he does something good, fine. But until they make some major changes, who gives and, a fuck? Yeah, who gives a fuck? But I was on that. I'm also kind of. What did you guys have any thoughts on anything you want to talk about real quick? So I was talking to you earlier about Kim Mulkey, the uh, Baylor's women's uh, basketball coach, and she's coming back from COVID. And she was saying she started. She's talking now about the almighty dollar how it's ruining. I heard that quote. College sports. The problem I have. She's exactly right. And we was talking about this, and it has left a, a bad a bad taste in your mouth. What are they doing with college athletics? What are they doing with athletics, period? Uh, if COVID is what we're saying that it is, and you're saying that games are being postponed and players having to be cold COVID and all this kind of shit, what we shouldn't be doing is doing this with kids. Yes, and they're doing kids. this shit with kids. And so if you're doing this with kids, then compensation has to be on the docket because now you're really taking away the student-athlete athlete part of this. If you're really willing to risk these kids, and even now, they're going to have a March Madness. They're having basketball. They just got through playing for the national championship. Mm-hmm. And that was a shit show of a season. Like, Alabama deserves kudos for making that whole season. But you got to think of your Clemson. They didn't play a game with Trevor Lawrence. Right. Probably the greatest college football player in the past 15 since years. Tebow. Since Tebow. Like, how can you justify Ohio State went to the national championship playing seven six, games. Right, six. Alabama played 12 games. In no world is that fair. So, like, I, if anybody who's watched this show has been a long-time listener of our podcast, y'all know that college football was my first, second, third, fourth love. That shit is so far away from me right now because college sports has gotten to the point where, and Calhoun, you know I've always been a scholarship is enough. Yeah, a scholarship we've had, we've with health care. We've had podcasts on. And I do believe that that was the case. But if you're going to put these kids in life like that, you got to shit out of that money. <laughs> and like, only not only that, motherfuckers were asking to come back. Like, nobody knew enough about this to really be like, oh, well, let's take C. And, you know, motherfuckers were asking about this. I said this a long time ago. NCAA needs government intervention. That's the only way they can clean this shit up. And I used to always say no, but clearly they do. I've been against that from day one. But these motherfuckers came back the year the disease was out. Like, they didn't even wait a year to see... Think about this. The Big Ten commissioner, he said, we're not playing this year. He got sued the next day for saying they're not going to play. So, like, you need government intervention in this shit. People only listen to the government. And we'll get to that later on in the podcast. So, you need somebody. The NCAA college athletics doesn't have any teeth into it. You need to be able to put motherfuckers in jail. You need to be able to find motherfuckers and take money from them. And the only way you can get that is get Johnny Law involved. As sad as it is, it's like two kids playing Keep it down. They ain't, ah! Look, you couldn't play with each other by yourself, not sit in here and play. Right. That's what it is. So, I, I, the sad part about this is, no offense to Kim Morgan, she's not big enough where it's going to really catch any traction, even though she said the real stuff. Mm-hmm. She did, you, can, you can see her, you can see 
You can see a lot of things where she said. You can see someone. I don't know if she has children or not. I don't know enough about her. But she sounded like a mother. She sounded like somebody who's really worried about the disease. She sounded like someone who's had, who's, who battled COVID. She sounded like somebody with some logic and some common sense. What they've done with college athletes this year has been nothing short of disgusting. It's been nothing short of absurd. It's been pathetic. It's been risky. They have endangered these children. They're always children when it comes to money and it comes to business, but not when it comes to making money for them. Mm-hmm. Like, this has been a total display of bullshit. And she's right, that almighty dollar. Capitalism, whatever you want to call it. But this has been, as adults, as adults, we should have demanded more. And we didn't. So I think the problem is, is that and college sports gets broken up to the have and the have nots. Just like the world, right? Mm-hmm. As long as the haves dictate the terms, the have nots get screwed, right? And so, like, and then college football is so interesting. College football is just like the Republican Party to me. There are people who are haves who really think they're haves, but really aren't haves. Mm-hmm. So, like, you get the Georgia Techs of the world who are. You live in a trailer park. Why the fuck you Well, now you, you, you're a millionaire. You got good money. Maybe have $5 million. Meanwhile, it's people who making $50 million a week who are dictating the terms that their lives, even though you're better than most people, your life is nowhere near like this. And those riches won't never come your way. But you think you're better. You think you're in this group because you're better than the Georgia Southerns of the world, the Clark Atlantis of the world. But meanwhile, the minute they pull off them, you realize that, hey, I thought I was one of you. Mm, not really. That's how you happen or whatever. So I think that that's what this is exposing to. I will say this. I've never been more disgusted with athletics than I have been with college athletics in 2020. Mm. And there's somebody who was an ardent college <laughs> watcher, college. I didn't watch it. I watched some college sports just because it was on TV. But at my house, I did not turn on a college sport. That's huge. And that's me. So. What's your thing, Pop? Oh, shit. I agree with everything I said, man. It's just, you know, uh, what, what her name was again? Kim Mulkey. Yeah, when I seen, when I seen her piece, uh, what she said on ESPN, and she's a white woman. Yeah. And when she said what she said, I'm like, hmm. Somebody, you know, like you said, she don't have the authority to make serious change. But the fact that she voiced it, a lot of people probably thinking that. But she has the courage to come out and say something about it. These motherfuckers got to be called out on their bullshit. And that's what a lot of, you know, like you said, since they got them cold shit going, people are not doing, you know, certain, the higher ups definitely not damn doing it. They're not doing that. Pro sports are actually, while the corona is going on, they're doing a better job of how they're dealing with the corona, with the testing, because of, you know what I'm saying, all the protocols that they have. But, like, go back to what y'all was saying. College doesn't have none of that, man. And it is disgusting. It's so fucked up. I was, I'm like, buddy, because they got to make this money. So they, they're going to put these kids in jeopardy, put these kids in danger, not give a fuck about that. Don't give a fuck who they infect or how they get infected, none of that. They just, shit, long as they... You can turn on that channel like there and say, you t- turn on that channel and they playing. That's all they give a fuck about. They, they TV money and everything. And it goes back to the case of the half and half nights. In the NFL, everybody's pretty much the same. In the NBA, everybody's pretty much the same. If nothing else, this money gets pulled. And, you know, the Lakers will bail out the Hornets or bail out whoever, right? right. It don't like, matter your market. <laughs> it don't matter your market. College, it matters. Georgia Tech isn't making money. They only money made they make is because of the conference they're affiliated with. Mm-hmm. So they a lot of these schools they cancel Olympic sports, they cancel all of the sports, but football and basketball essentially because those are only two money makers. That's a problem going forward. That's disgusting going forward, and that goes back to 
this isn't amateurism anymore. I don't know what it is, but this isn't amateurism. Yeah, because it's not pro, but it's not amateurism. It's you not pro. It's you not can't amateurism. do that lean on that student athlete shit no more. Not yeah. after what you just pulled last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I just leave it at that. I'm disgusted. I really don't have any more thoughts on it for this podcast. So. It's sad and it's sickening, and, and and even more so. And you just mentioned even with the pros and how the, all the protocols they're taking, even they're taking hits. Bat, baseball, Jesus! Remember baseball? They was canceling games left and right. The team, the, the sport that was most successful was the NBA when they was in the bubble. But even you, now you're seeing out of the bubble they're starting to have to change game. NFL has impacted the whole time. So when you've seen that in pro sports, you should have never brought that to children. Mm-mm. You should have never brought that to children. When you've seen the Olympics did not have the Olympics, you should have never brought that to kids. Exactly. And you did it anyway. Yeah, and I think there should be some thing. repercussions yeah. for that. I really yeah. think it should be some repercussions. And that's why I'm with the government now. There should be some repercussions for that. Someone should have to answer for what they did in Georgia. Yeah. But that's that's just my views on the sports. Anything else? Before we, we got one or two more talks before we get to the more serious stuff. No. I, I, it's one thing I want to burn on or whatever and ramble about. And, you know, we talked about that. What are your thoughts on James Harden? And kind of Wiggy something flies bigger because my thoughts are, um, in general, as a kind of a big picture type thing, it's good to see black men be able to turn the system upside down or whatever and benefit where it benefits them. Mm-hmm. But I think that it sends the worst message to society because if you, most people are in this situation to, where they have uniquely inherited talents that how many people in the country could do what James Harden do? Maybe 300? If that. Right? If that. So like, and then he's part of the elite. He's the elite of the elite. right? So, so like, even the 300 that can do it, there's only like 5 to 10 that who can, can do it at his level. Right. And so like I think that, you know, as a society, we pay too many, too much attention to celebrities and sports. But, like, I think that that teaches the wrong method to, well, if you bitch and moan, you can get your way out. And I think that that's what millennials and Generation Zs are more kind of, they feel like he can do it, I can do it. Right. And you can't do it when you're just a cameraman at Fox. Order. Right. So, like... I, I don't know. I think that. I think that. One. I think James Harden is in the vicarious position where he's too good where you can't ignore him, but not good enough where he can win it for you. Is he the best player? So I think that that along with how he's acting is kind of very um, odd to me. I blame LeBron. Well, you started it right. Yeah, that's the start of this madness. And I understand what you're saying. Uh, essentially, the workers need to have more power than we have, and that's on all levels. The workers need to have more power than they have. The person at Walmart, the person at the trucking company, the person at the computer at a at a at a firm, the secretaries, the the city workers. They, they we need to have more power as workers. Employers should not have all the power. That being said, as a balance, the inmates cannot run the jail. The crooks can't run Congress. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. What you've been taught your whole life, what will life teach you? That you won't get everything that you want, that you have to work hard for, and there's some things you gonna have to do that you don't want to do. And I think those those are the lessons that our dads taught us that are disappearing with our generation, it and is. maybe rightfully so. I don't know, but wrong, and that, and and that's the illusion. So we're normalizing something that is uh, I, that's an abnormality. Yeah, you just mentioned it. There's only a handful of human beings that have enough of talent, skill set, and opportunity to dictate terms. For the most part, nobody has that. And so, if that's the way you act, because guess who's not going to give a fuck about that? 
any kind of city or government, if you get a fucking ticket, you have to abide by the laws of the land. If you do have a job, you have to abide by the laws of your employers. If you do have a company, you have to go get your business license, your LLC, you have to renew, and you have to renew your contract. Life will teach you that you have to do what you don't want to do, that you have to grin and bear sometimes, that you have to go through the most. You have to roll up your sleeves. You have to do the job, right? Your kid thinks football is hard. So I don't want to play football anymore. This kind of behavior is, well, you don't have to play. No, because there are skills, there are things that you are learning playing. In. <clears throat> but did you, he do that for nine years there? Who? James Harden. Houston? Yeah. No. He yeah. was at OKC. How long has he been in Houston? He's been there good seven, eight, eight years. Seven, whatever. Seven, eight years, right? Yeah. So you don't think he don't work his ass off to dictate terms? Of no. He's got, he got three years on the contract. Right. Okay. So that's, that's the oh. other thing of this shit. You're on the contract. Yeah, that's a contract here. I understand it's a contract. Just because things don't go your way, and in this case, he is the reason things didn't go his way. So right. This is what this is why this is not LeBron's fault because the, LeBron always feels his obligations. Well, no, this is why it's LeBron's fault because he said the tone and how they're doing these type of things. He didn't. He didn't okay. He, he didn't so they took it to another level. To your that's why it's not to me. Spoke these points. We showed you it's oh. another way. Motherfuckers took that game yeah. plan and put it in a little further. He fulfilled his obligation. No, that's not what I'm saying. A motherfucker at work showed you how you can skim $2 off the top every week. Your ass now is taking 300 of every goddamn two days. That's the difference. LeBron, when he took his time to South Beach and start these contracts, and all these motherfuckers started doing something. Durant did it when he went to Golden State. But they're doing it, like you said, after they, contract, they only signed a one-year, two-year contract. Right. This motherfucker is taking it to a whole other level. He signed. He it started with AD. It started AD. He demanded out of New Orleans. But he played, though. No, he was still under contract. Right, but he played until he got off of none of that. No, he started saying that no, hard no, shit I, with AD. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he, he fulfilled that the rest of that contract. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying until... The point uh, 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 up to the point that they were finna trade him, he played. He didn't. He didn't fucking pout and bitch him on time. He did. But, he did that hurt shit and went playing until he went to L.A. Then he started back playing. Bro. Remember? Okay. What I'm saying is, did, did he go to James Harden route? Yeah. James Harden tried to blow up the locker room. Yes, he went to James Harden. Hey, Harden so, blow up the locker room. No, that's why they had to trade. They forced these teams to trade because they doing that. And after they didn't do it, his message James Harden, but he that did it. That's my point, though. No, that, he did it just because remember he started that. To me, it levels to this shit. It doesn't like I agree with group this shit together. All of it is not together. I agree with both y'all. It's together. Just James Harden went a little messy. Hold on. Way messy. Way messy. Every step is worse than the last step. Yo. LeBron did his stuff. It wouldn't work. No, listen. LeBron did his stuff. Durant did his it. stuff, right? AD did some shit last year. We were talking about that shit. That's wrong. Jay Harden took this shit and took it to another step. God knows who's next and what they're going to do. But he took <clears> it another step. And what they're doing, both of them last two, the difference between LeBron and AD and even Kyrie, the last two, them two niggas was on contract. And have dictate their turn. And not only do they demand a trade, because a lot of that players force a trade, they publicly, I want to go to this team, and if I don't go to this team, I'm not playing. And that's what they did. That's wrong. I'm, okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying on that. What and you handcuffed mean? the team. They had to trade him to the Knicks. What they had that? to trade him to the Lakers. You handcuffed them to What I'm saying to you is, I, and I get what you're saying, when you, when you keep putting LeBron in that group, that's what I, that's why I disagree with you about. No, that's not what. I, so what I'm saying is LeBron is the first. You said it's steps. 
Yeah. He you never see started how, the steps. No, no, no. Don't make the steps. No, he started this whole no, trend. He no, he started the power of the players. You can't do that if you fulfill your obligation. That ain't started shit if you fulfill your no, obligation. No, 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 no. When he did the credit team in Miami, he started. He started. He won the first 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 I think y'all talking one thing is separate things. Yeah, so. he won the first credit team. No. What no, about Paul Pierce got no guard? That's the first credit team. That's before LeBron. Yeah, no, no, no. So, no, no, no. after LeBron. No, 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 no. It was before he went to Miami. Yeah. But no, the difference with those two teams was those wasn't t- players in their prime. The thing that made LeBron so special is him, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. Those were prime players. No players ever did a hell. Goddamn Chuck. And Clyde went down there to Houston, but they was all washed up. Yeah, I'm not Gary Payton yeah. and Carl Malone went to LA, but they was all washed, washed up. Everybody was right. tailing their careers. LeBron was They the won a championship with that goddamn team, and they went back. Who to my Miami? No, Boston. You yeah, yeah, yeah. That, right? But they, they was out there, that wasn't Minnesota, KG. And that wasn't meant. That wasn't. But that, that KG still was good as yeah, fuck. Yeah, but that wasn't a problem. And that, and that was good as fuck. And that wasn't the Sonics' reality. But reality still was good as hell. No, that wasn't the Sonics. I'm the Walker Bucks' reality. Bruh. But so LeBron did. Shot. LeBron did something that no one else has done. Then that went a step further when KD went to a 73 and 9 Golden State team. That was worse. That was worse. You see where I'm going here. The next nigga always do what? <laughs> so worse than the last nigga. These last two niggas was something that was just out of outrageous. Them niggas was still on deals. They AD deal was for another year or two. This nigga here was for, for another year. For another year. This nigga here was for three. And, but he, yeah, he broke up the Houston teams though. So I think that two things. One, these niggas, they're leaving them in worse positions, short term, but better positions long term. But somebody said the evolution of this is going to be somebody signs a deal and immediately says, "I want out." It's coming because you're seeing it. Yeah, it has to be. But they right. put some in the contract. No, all these contracts are basketball contracts are like football contracts. Damn, football I contracts are hard. Yes, they are. That's why Scotty Pippen well, bitched I mean, about his contract can, in the nineties. I think, yeah, I think the money ironclad. No, 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 no. These contracts, it's a contract. But I'm just saying though, look, look what we was just talking about. If the contract ironclad, no matter what got down, Jane Harden did, he should still be in Houston. And they go to prom. That's what they got him out though. They go to prom. That's what we're saying. Because mm. you're so much of a disruption, I got the. I ain't got to do shit. Well, I mean, well, it depends on the owner. Do how you want this to go. You can sink this ship. I just sank the fucking ship. You ain't going nowhere. I'm gonna make it more. I'm gonna make it worse for you than for me. Okay, I'm gonna say this yesterday. You can find more. You can take oh, this. I would. I would have been petty with that motherfucker. You can Shady be a rich white motherfucker and say, "Hey, boy, I just keep finding." You still work for me. You can find the fuck out. I just keep finding. You'll never play, and I'll be causing money to your bum ass. Come out here and have to. Can I please play? No, I'm gonna break you. Yeah, that's what I would do. That though, because don't. You're Three right fucking years. The, the way he did it, and the teams he broke up. Think about the teams he broke up. Oh, oh, his that, team. Before, before uh, Westbrook got there, that team that they had, Chris Paul, Chris Paul, they were fucking loaded. This, this team good with John Wall. They still got Aaron Gordon. Hold on, so this and is what made this team good. Yeah, Let, let's right. let's wrap this up with James Harden. But this made this so interesting with him. One, he's had to y'all points. He asked for Chris Paul. They got Chris Paul. Asked for Dwight Howard. He asked for Dwight Howard to do it. Asked for. Clearly, he's the handicap in this shit. Absolutely. And so, like, I think that the problem is is that they know he's the handicap in this shit. He knows that, man, people don't want to see James. And it's just his, he don't want his welcome out. Like, Houston know we can't win with him as, as a title. We need to get better. We need at least somebody different, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the fans ain't going to buy James Harden no more. He could be a good to the city, but only so good, right? Like, motherfuckers, the jig is up. Motherfuckers know he's not going to win a title in Houston. 
We had to get rid of them. Guess who else going down that road? Who? You know who else played that plant that that brand of ball, don't you? Who? You got that right in your backyard over there. And old Phipps Arena used to be the Omni. We play that same brand of ball, and we about to lose this goddamn young star playing that brand of ball. Now, the problem with the difference between the Hawks and James Harden is that James Harden got you close. So, Trey like, y'all can't get you that close. Don't know about that. We can agree to disagree. We make well, an agreement. We're watching it. Well, I mean, we just talking about it, right? We talking about somebody who it took James Harden how long? He was in, it took James Harden his second contract to prove he could do it, right? I, we knew it at first. I said it when they signed him in Houston. We should have signed that boy. No, nah, no, nah, but I'm talking about he had played three years in Oklahoma City. He, had played he was good in Oklahoma City. Really had that goddamn the first. Yeah, but then nobody think he was going to be this. Yeah, he didn't think he was going to be that because he was coming out of the You thought he was going to be good? I thought he was going to be this. I didn't think I thought he was going to be good. I didn't think he was going to be this. I thought he was going to be good. I didn't think he was going to be this. I didn't say that. But that's part of my own smile because my dislike for Russell Westbrook. I like them over Russell. I always like them over Yeah, It's only one motherfucker I like over there, even now, as far as scoring. That's Kevin Durant. But. I thought he was just good then. I said we should have signed James Harden. I said he was going to be a star. I always thought James. Now, this brand of ball, I don't like it at all. You can't win with that. Kobe said that. Hell no. Kobe said that. Kobe said that. Well, I mean, I think it's ultimate. We can wrap up with this. I think this season is going to be very telling to the direction of the NBA. If they get together and don't win no finals. Then oh, no, this is this is a ready-to-win-now team. Country. Yeah, they don't get to the final. I think people are ask that. They only got like a one-year contract, these sons of bitches. One or two years. Yeah, so if they don't yeah. win right now, I think that people in the NBA will evaluate them individually and kind of where do you go from that. Because if they don't win, James Harden clearly won't work. James Harden clearly isn't worth it. I agree he's not worth it, but you have to let it play out and see. But what kind of example? So this goes back to your point. What kind of example are you setting for the younger generation of youth who is watching you? I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. And they all problem what's going on. Mm. You still a role model. It's a motherfucking gym right now practice watching you, practicing you, emulating you. That just comes with the territory. Motherfuckers are watching what you do. What Charles Barker said, I'm not I'm your role And clearly you was. Fuck you talking about. Still trying to emulate Chuck. So let's get away from sports and let's talk about it. Oh, that's the next one. Go ahead and tell them people to tell a friend, tell a friend, sir. Oh, Let's give them a preview real quick. Yeah, we're we going to have to record that another time. Well, we're going to be quick, but little, we don't want to put sports in what we're about to do. Uh-huh. And they just showed my boy on TV, too. Come Thank on. you guys for listening to DigitalDarren.com. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. We're back, motherfuckers.